Hello, this is Nick from WOW Talk, and you're listening to In Orbit on Mash Those Buttons. You're not going to replace me with Nolan North, are you? Guardian? Eyes up, Guardian. Guardians, and welcome to episode 15 of In Orbit, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Destiny and its community. I'm your host and leader of the Technodrome Collective, Jorge, aka GoToNRG. Today, we are joined by the master of the No Land Beyond and destroyer of your face, David. Say hi. What's up, everybody? And we're also joined across the pond by the leader of the Xbox division of the Technodrome, Jamie. How are we doing, guys? Pleasure to be back. So, today isn't going to be that long of an episode because Bungie really didn't leave us much to talk about. Uh, The game has been pretty much put into autopilot and things are status quo. But there's a couple things going on right now. But let's talk about what left this past Tuesday, and that's SRL, Sparrow Racing League. Now, it was a three-week event. It was a fun little event, despite... It only having two tracks, there was a lot of fun to be had. It was one of the best things that 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 Bungie put out there in terms of uh, having fun with your friends, being able to get six people and being all in the same match, not surrounded by six other people, just your six people all in the party talking trash, racing against each other. One of the best, most fun experiences I've had in a long time. And it makes me sad because we're not going to have that experience for a, for a while now. We, we can't create our own matches in PvP. It can't just be six of us or 12 of us in a, in a match going up against each other, talking smack to each other, uh, knowing exactly who we're going up against. No, it's all dictated by randomness, which, let's face it, this game is full of it. So... Let's just talk about SRL. Um, how did you guys feel about the event? Not not so much the rewards or anything else, just the event itself, the the, the racing itself. Start off with David. Um. All right. So the it, I didn't start playing SRL for about a week and a half in because I was still focused on everything else going on. You know, uh, challenge modes. I think Orcs challenge mode is the first week of SRL, right? Something, Something like, like that. that. Uh, so it took me a bit to get into it, but once I got into it, uh, I did think it was a ton of fun. It was way different than other things going on in the game, which for, especially this time where we're all starting to hit points where we've burned through everything there is to play in Taken King, it was really good. And I thought they did a great job of actually making a racing dynamic in Destiny without messing with the game hardcore. Mm -hmm. What about you, Jamie? Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's always nice to have something different to do in the game. I mean, the biggest problem I have with it is it's gone. I just, even though it was two tracks, I wish it would be a permanent fixture and just be something they would add on. But like you said, it's so good getting six people in there and just having a laugh and just seeing who wins and like nudging your friends off the track. And like, you know, if you're in a random game, what game of random people you get nudged off, get a bit annoyed. Yeah, nudged off by a friend is, you know, it's quite a lot of jest there. It's, at least you can prove yourself with a whole team of six. I right. mean, like David was saying, I didn't really get into it really until the second week because of challenge mode. Because I wanted to make sure I got, got that out of the way. But overall, I was really impressed with it. I mean, the content didn't cost us anything per se. I know obviously stuff has accumulated to that to, to generate revenue, but there was no down payment for the initial basic experience that you get mm-hmm. yeah, it's it a good event see here's the weird thing about srl when it first came in i did a couple races and i was like oh, i don't need to play this <laughs> and then i started getting into it and 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 just 
going in with clanmates and and just friends and just having a blast. It, it, it it's surprisingly more fun than than I would give it credit for. I can Sorry. I, I was going to say, I kind of had a similar thing where like when I first started playing it, it was like, man, everybody's getting 320 helmets. I don't have 320 <laughs> helmets on all my characters. I'm going to grind it to get these helmets. And at first it was seriously a grind. It was, man, I don't want to do this. This racing isn't that fun. But the more I played it and the more people were like, oh, you're doing SRL. Let me jump in with you. That's when it started to get fun. And it honestly just proved that we need custom games. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I didn't drop a single 320 Bond or Helmet 319s galore over here, but I still enjoyed it, definitely. Yeah, uh, one of the best things about SRL, let's go ahead and just jump into it, is the rewards. Um, The rewards of SRL were very clearly there. You were never at a lack for legendary marks. Let's just let's just face it. You were if if you already if you did your dailies, if you did your weeklies, if you did your uh, what's it called, uh, trials of Osiris bounties, and you still needed uh, legendary marks, just do SRL because you're gonna get nonstop legendary items. Whether or not you're gonna use them to actually infuse into your items or keep it or whatever is is irrelevant because most likely you're gonna be getting arms, legs, and and chest pieces that you don't already have. They have no light level, and you're just like, oh, I already have that legendary marks. Oh, I already got that legendary marks. And then you just can go buy other stuff. And that was one of the best things to me. When, when the, when, before Taken King came out, I was under the impression that you were going to be able to get a whole bunch of legendary marks from all over the place. And then you could go ahead and buy all these guns and play around with them from the, from the vendors. And when the game actually came out, that wasn't the case. You were restricted with your legendary marks even though they said you could hold an infinite or that you can earn an infinite amount. Everybody knows that that was a bunch of hot garbage. Um, During that week of SRL that I was actually playing and getting all these legendary marks, I found myself just buying guns just to play around with and and mess around with. And it was... It was interesting seeing something, even though people aren't going to agree with this, a PvP thing helping you get weapons to, to, to play around with and, and get used to. Uh, I, it was during that week that I saw the most variety in PvP. I mean, obviously 2.1 came out, but when um, when people were getting all these legendary marks, I noticed that I saw guns that I didn't even expect to see in there. Uh, certain guns from uh, Dead Orbit or, or, or New Monarchy or, or, or even... The, the crucible vendors it, just seeing all that stuff in there at least for a t- for a time so that people can play around with it and mess around with it was was interesting and i kind of want bungie to make more sources for legendary marks when i mean a lot of us are at a point where we don't need legendary marks and it's like what what am i going to do with this but when you start buying things just to get rid of legendary marks and playing around with all these guns you kind of get a feel for the, the new um, meta, you get a feel for new weapons, new new experiences, and, and, and that's always a fun thing for me. I mean, um, also as well, like even, obviously there's guns that stand out, there's guns that, I don't know, like 70% of the community use. I think mm-hmm. it's really nice to try and find a gun that works for you. I mean, mm-hmm. just a, a gun that a lot of people don't have a lot of luck with, or the sort of recoil pattern isn't for them, might be completely different to you. I mean, Give these weapons a try. Try them out. You might realize that it's the best weapon you've ever used and you're really skillful with it. And it's definitely worth pitching into those vendors, picking something up, and then just being a little bit surprised with yourself and actually finding a decent gun that not a lot of people use. Mm-hmm. Well, I think part of the thing with legendary marks is not only do we need more ways to get them, as Jorge was saying, because from the beginning of this whole legendary mark system, I've found that I don't get enough to being able to get an unlimited amount per week even matter but we need more things to spend them on and i think part of the big things they missed with that is the foundries because we can buy all these guns from factions and the crucible and stuff but if there is a way to get more foundry guns than just the gunsmith once a week you know people would be messing around with those guns to get them yeah i think one of the things that people were talking about 
I mean, definitely not in Destiny 1 or whatever you want to call it right now, Taken King. Um, but Destiny 2 or whatever they choose to call it in the in the fall. Um, just uh, non-playable characters in patrol areas. Like they've, you know, made a safe haven or whatever that enemies aren't going to go in or what or like even if they try to try to come to the gate all of a sudden the the, the people guarding the gate like shoot them down real quick <laughs> you know and then you go in there and you buy stuff or what whatever yeah i like think be- i think impromptu social spaces are definitely needed like you said i mean the, the tower is literally the only avenue for that obviously the reef as well but nobody goes there yeah it also just <laughs> add more right or add more life to patrols if you got npcs in there yeah mm-hmm. definitely it's a new or way to like, wrap quests as well. Like w- one of the things that I, I, I've I hope Bungie does is take a cue out of Zelda, and I'm and I'm talking about like the the NES Zeldas, where like yeah you have your towns where you where you can go and get items or whatever, but every so often there'll be a secret town or a secret house that you can buy something from, like all out of nowhere. Like you're in the middle of patrol, and then you—it's like, oh, I found a secret place. There's a house, and there's some gun guy there just chilling. Like, oh, you want to buy this legendary marks or something? Like, bring me five hundred uh, hadium flakes. Oh, that would be terrible. Um, <laughs> what don't like me grind for more materials. Yeah. But grind is real. <laughs> what I'd like to see as well is that maybe the um, the gunsmith would offer, like, in a sense. In the essence of it, a test weapon. So, you know, obviously, as the test weapon stand now, the requirements to fulfill them are quite basic. They don't take too long, five, ten minutes a, a push. It would be nice to see one that was lengthier, maybe that took an hour to do. And that weapon that you tested would be a duplicate of a legendary. Mm-hmm. And uh, by completing that bigger bounty for it, you don't get like a reduction off the legendary in when you go to buy it so you know it costs half the amount of marks if you've completed the bounty with that that gun itself that would be nice to see as well so uh since we jumped off topic yeah. real fast <laughs> yeah, we did. i want to i want to mention something else about srl that i thought bungie actually did really really right before we move on to new topics galore but um we started to talk on the loot from srl and i think the one good thing they did with it was make it so that you can actually get high level loot from a fun matchmaking and playing with your friends activity because the main reason a lot of people were probably jumping into srl was it was now an avenue other than raids or trials of osiris to get gear above 310 Mm -hmm. and i feel like if they did that with strikes or regular crucible or even like daily or weekly crucible events or the weekly heroic strikes if they made those give higher level gear then more people would actually want to do those things Mm, here's here's the problem Uh, i do agree that that i was happy with srl dropping those high level things um the one thing was it was limited to two items the class item and the helmet um what should happen is that these special events, SRL, I, I know a lot of people don't consider it, but it is, Iron Banner, uh, Trials of Osiris, those should be those events outside of the raid that you should get stuff like, uh, stuff such as this. When you start throwing strikes in um, and uh, just uh, smaller things, that are more common, you kind of run the risk of Making devaluing the higher le- higher level stuff. So I understand what you're talking about. There should be more avenues to get 310 plus light um, gear, but it shouldn't be common stuff such as Crucible or, 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 or Strikes. Okay, so how um, about this one then? What about Nightfall? Would you feel it would be appropriate mm-hmm. for Nightfall to drop randomly between 310 and 320? Yes, definitely. I think Nightfall... Because it's a chance, isn't it? It's a chance. It's all. It's a chance. Um, I, I would be completely 100% happy with a Nightfall dropping a 320 item. But say even someone, if they're in the low 300s, 
I think it should be, I think it should cater around the light level you currently sit at, definitely. I don't think, you know, a 270 going into a nightfall can drop, bam, 320 helmet or, you know, whatever it is. I do think it should cater, but there I should be kind that. of like a, a maximum value based on your light level. That would be kind of cool. So kind of like staggered where like until 300, you can only get up to 300. Well, now once you're yeah. 300, you can get up to 310. Once exactly. you're 310, you can get up to 310. That, that would be good for me. The other thing I feel like if, if say they're not happy saying like, oh, nightfall is too common. We can't give 320s. Well, what if they put back in the modifier where if you get down, do you go back to orbit? No. Well, here's, here's my problem with nightfalls. Nightfalls as they are now, they're not challenging enough to justify a 320 item uh, but and and i feel they were when you went back to orbit nah there were always there was, there was always ways to get around that yeah the, the problem with nightfalls were, are, right now are they're too challenging or the, they're not challenging enough to justify a 310 plus light level item and the reward system for it is garbage it was cool that, that Bungie added these these special things to the strikes. Like, for example, one version can be uh, starts off with Fallen, and then all of a sudden here's Taken, and then blah, blah, blah happens. The problem is... When you, when you get down to it, once you've... Once you complete the Nightfall, most of the time you can burn right through these Nightfalls without any problem. And... And that's why we're getting gear where it's just like, why bother with a nightfall? I mean, or rewards where why bother with a nightfall? They can't justify giving you a 310 light plus item for that challenge when you're just blowing right through I mean, them. Whilst I agree with you, to an extent, Sparrow Racing, I mean, you could pretty much, you can AFK a match and get a 320 helmet. I mean, that's yeah. a lot less effort than a nightfall. But the difference between Sparrow Racing and, and Nightfall is that Sparrow Racing was a limit, limited time event. Yeah, yeah. So you only had that amount of time to get your 320. And the only time that you can get a 320 was when you were level 3. So if, unless you're racing, completing bounties, winning, you're not going to get to that level 3. Um, and you're not going to get those 310 light plus items. So... The, the, yeah, I, there, the, the, there was a, there's even though it's easy, quote unquote, easy to get those three twenty gear. There's there's still a barrier to entry. Yeah, there's still whereas, a time with, investment required. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Whereas with knife falls, yeah, you do have to complete the story and you have to be high enough light to activate knife falls. But there's much less of a barrier to entry than uh than a lot of these these other things. And once you get in. <clears throat> It's like okay, it's it's pretty much a guaranteed completion because you're gonna you can die and revive or whatever and just go ahead and go through it. I mean, one thing I was really happy about with Sparrow Racing is that you can actually complete the Chaperone bounty through through racing. And <laughs> I mean, and I personally didn't with, uh... get my Chaperone through Sparrow Racing. I would like to put that out there. I did tirelessly gruel through Crucible matches to get it. I got up to like 99%, had a really bad match, went straight down to like 62, and they're like, ah, but I mean, I eventually got it. But it's nice for, you know, players that aren't very good in Crucible. That's just, you know, it's another avenue to get that exotic, because I think for a lot of people, the chaperone was very unachievable. So that was, it was kind of nice that you could have a different avenue there to get that exotic. Yeah, uh, for, in order to justify, here's here's the thing with nightfalls. Nightfalls, they don't drop enough. They they don't drop enough stuff to make it worth your while, and because you only get say one legendary item or nineteen strange coins or or whatnot, you're always when when you get that crap drop, you're just like. Why am I even bothering with this? Uh, I'm almost at the point where I think with Nightfalls, as they currently are, they need to give you at least one legendary item and one uh, an, an, another random drop that could be a legendary and exotic or the 19 strange coins or 
you can still get the horn packages and, and whatnot from that. I mean, to that be honest, more sense. I would be happy with keeping the rewards exactly as they are, not changing a single thing, but just bringing back the rep bonus. That in itself they did bring is back the rep bonus. They, they did bring back no, the they, they, they did. Yeah. They gave it's like what, 250 you get, now? 300? No, you get 500. It's 500. It's 500. You get the rep for completing it. That's not what I'm on about. I mean, when you complete the Nightfall initially, before he, they patched it, you used to get a reputation bonus for everything you did for the entire Oh, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Imagine. that was reward in itself. But I think yeah. they had a good reason for getting rid of it, where they said that it made it so everybody felt like they couldn't do anything until they had done the Nightfall. Yeah. And I agree with that, that that was a flawed system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you ask me what I want them to do with a Nightfall, I think think I, I'm almost at the point where I think Bungie needs to lay off using strikes for nightfalls and create an actual nightfall strike if that makes any sense uh, that, that so kind of like a, a challenge mode strike a challenge mode strike where you have I don't want to say raid level boss but kind of almost scoless level boss yeah, that would be awesome, definitely. Be, be, because I, I where, where they have six different Nightfalls that they can throw into a rotation, in addition to your strikes, don't get me wrong, the strikes are very fun, and, and, and it's cool to fight a la cool, but if you, if you want to justify having a 310 light level reward, you have to, you have, to have a challenge worthy of that reward. And say what you will about the War Priest being easy or Golgroth being easy and the Sisters right now being easy. Those three alone are harder than any strike boss. They okay, so are. how about this? This would probably only work starting at uh, Destiny 2 and maybe in the future. But what if Nightfalls were an encounter from a raid? So say uh, they would use past encounters. So you could have Templar encounter. Atheon encounter, Golgoroth encounter. This is in the future. The Nightfall would pull and send you into one of those raid encounters and make you do that. I would make the not just the encounter, but a specific section of the raid. It would be cool to see like a mutated version of the bosses. I mean, they wouldn't even really need to look into it too much. I mean, the strike bosses as they stand, I know you get taken sections in them. But if you were to take those bosses out of it and then give them like a taken mutated version, that would be pretty awesome. It, it, what, 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 you, you still have to have the, the area before the boss where you, we're going to do something and just make it a rate. Kind of take what they were doing with the Saber Strike and make it a little bit longer and add more of those elements, kind of like what they did with the, uh, the, the Restorative Mind Strike. PS exclusive, unfortunately. Where you have to carry the relic and such. Where, right, it's, it's almost like a mini raid. It's not, it's not full-on raid, obviously, but you're, you're doing stuff that's out of the ordinary. And then you get to a, a, a midsection where there, there might be a mid-boss or whatever, like your tank from Ballast to Auric. You get another section that's a mini raid-like thing where you're doing something, and then you get a boss that's actually a challenge that you have to activate again like the restorative mind the restorative mind if they added a little bit more challenge to the actual boss would be my ideal version of a nightfall strike if if they made that whole thing actually i'm wait uh, obviously it's not going to be a nightfall anytime soon because it's ps exclusive but if that was actually a nightfall that would be a very cool nightfall idea and then they just made the boss a little bit more difficult. Having, um, I'm trying to think of the different things that they could put in there, where you have to shoot things on the wall that are shooting at, like laser beams that are all coming around you. While you're still getting pushed around, you have to deactivate the laser beams before you, you, you know, you get pushed into the laser beams. So it's something that that makes that last boss encounter a raid-like boss. That way you can justify these 310 light level gear drops. So are you feeling like change the actual strikes to make them nightfall or like different make an strikes actual, that are nightfall? Make an actual strike that is nightfall only. 
Okay. I'd like that. That'd be cool because that actually give me a reason to do the Nightfall because I haven't even done the Nightfall in like four weeks. Right. I mean, the, the problem with the Nightfalls is just you already know the strike, so you have an advantage there. While the modifiers may be tough, it's, it's just a modified version of a strike, and you want these higher level, you know, these higher level uh, loot drops or, or whatnot, but it, there's just no way to justify it. I think to, so, a, to a degree they shot themselves in the foot a little bit with three of coins, because three of coins is a really solid way to get exotics. I mean, obviously it can take you two, it can take you ten, whatever. You, you know if you've got a stack of 20-odd three of coins, you're going to get an exotic. I think that devalues the Nightfall rewards as they stand, because I think that's why a lot of people have issues with them to begin with. Well, that's why uh, I haven't even done the Nightfall. Is the main yeah. reason I used to do Nightfalls was so I could collect all the exotics. Exactly. But even now, after adding in more exotics, I still already have all the exotics because I bought most of the ones I didn't have, so I wouldn't have to go through Nightfalls and stuff to get them as drops. I think the the bigger we're completely off the topic of SRL, but this, <laughs> I, I kind of want to continue this because this is this is good. Um, I think the biggest problem with the exotics wasn't so much. The three of coins and i understand what you're talking about them the biggest problem with the exotics is 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 manifold the biggest problem is the we're getting exotics from from these quests which which is exactly what we wanted the problem is the quests were half baked or not thought out correctly the best exotic quest it's not really a quest but it since it doesn't show up in your quest screen but the best exotic quest is the black hammer side quest it's an actual difficult thing to, when you first do it and you get rewarded with this item that is badass and and it's, you you it's almost i don't want to say necessary even though a lot of people to get invited lfg you need a black hammer or black spindle i'm sorry uh but when you know when you know that 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 thing is a daily, you know that you're like oh I got to do this I got to get my black spindle. It's like I got to do it now. I mean that's a fine example of when Bungie does something right. I completely agree with you on that. That when I first saw an image show up on my you know my Facebook feed when I was at work, I was like no way this is such a troll. Someone's clearly photoshopped this. And then to the point where I got home and actually got it, I was like this is incredible. This was hidden, no one knew about it, the community found it on on chance. I love right. stuff like that. That's well, I think that's that's part of what makes the exotic actually feel like an exotic though. Because there's this there's been a ton of talk with year two that exotics are no longer exotics. They don't feel like exotics. They don't act like exotics. Well Black Spindle, that encounter and finding it alone made it feel like an exotic. Versus these mm -hmm. quests where it's like, oh, do these seven remedial steps and you'll get an exotic which doesn't even feel like an exotic. Right, because uh, the, the one, the, the biggest offender for me was the sleeper simulant. It was, yeah. the whole time gating thing, the, what, the way they did it was, was annoying, and then even worse, just, just left having you to... underwhelming, didn't it? It left you... It, it was overhyped. The, yes. the, the, well, the, the end result, the actual weapon isn't terrible. No, I like the weapon. I like the weapon, but the, the entire quest was it, it didn't feel like i was doing something important it was just like maybe if i get lucky i'll get the public event well the quest what well, part of it was uh so the sleeper simulant had this big hype around it from the beginning because it was the like revealed weapon in the collector's edition and all that stuff so what happened was everybody had this encounter with black spindle early on and that triggered the mania of the sleeper simulant hunt all over Reddit and stuff. Everybody was like, oh, do I need to go into this mission? Do I need to go do this? Do I need to try and activate three panels at once? I went in with three different friends so we could all stand on these different spots at once. And everyone was going crazy about this. And Bungie was then left just sitting there with their time gate going like, oh man, the people are going to get so hyped. And they released this time gate and everybody just realized, wow, it was a time gate to a super simple activity. Yeah, I almost felt cheated when I had it, when I saw it there and it was like, you know, press A to collect it, I was like, no, take it back. <laughs> I didn't want it to end like this. It's just, I, I, there's so many well, things they could have done with it. And, they set the bar for themselves so high with this, uh, 
the black spindle activity. I don't even know if they realized they were going to do this, but how fun finding your first black spindle was and going through that mission at first when we didn't have raid gear and stuff. And it was a challenge. And then all these other hidden exotics like Sleeper and No Time to Explain, they were just kind of letdowns. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was pretty fun. I think it would have been more fun if it actually was that you have to go around and activate things of Rasputin to get the Sleeper Simulant. But yeah, yeah, it would have been nice. To it, it wasn't all the that. Parts for it and then assembling it, that would be cool. Well, they have oh. all these hidden like scan things in missions now, and a ton of them are in Rasputin missions. So why couldn't it have been something like, oh, you scan all these things in all these different missions throughout the game, and then it activates something else? Like even that is better than what they did. Mm-hmm. So anyway, let let's get back to SRL and the rewards. Um. It was really cool that that we had 320, and it was really cool that we were getting. It felt like we were getting rewarded um, for our time. Uh, if you weren't getting uh, legendary drops, you were getting strange coins. You were getting motes of light. You were getting all these engrams. You were just getting nonstop stuff just dropping on you, um, and you could turn that stuff into glimmer. You could turn that stuff into three of coins later on by buying it from Zer. Uh, you could turn those legendary marks into the weapons, like I mentioned. Getting those exotics that you wanted um, from the uh, uh, from the blueprints because you couldn't wait any longer because you really wanted that Mita multi-tool. Uh, there were so many things that you could do from doing SRL besides just getting the helmet and the class item at 320. Uh, and And I think that Bungie would be wise to look at the reward system that they had for SRL and implement it into stuff such as Iron Banner. We'll go ahead and discuss Iron Banner later on, but I think for the most part, SRL in terms of its rewards, even though it limited it to two items, the helmet and the class items, it was perfectly done in terms of rewards and, and, and just reward... How do I want to say that? Just feeling that your, your time wasn't wasted. You were having fun while getting good stuff. Time was not um, wasted during SRL, definitely. However, money was definitely wasted. Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and talk about that $10 book and the rewards from it. Um, David, sounds like you wanted to say something. Well, okay, so here's the thing. I didn't buy the book up until the last few days because, well, I knew it had been tracking from the beginning, so I was told of that. And then for Christmas, I got a PlayStation gift card from one of my relatives because I never have anything on my Christmas list, so people just always give me gift cards and money and stuff. But I got this PlayStation gift card, I buy the book, and I feel like I could have bought some indie games that gave me more enjoyment than that, because it's a book that gave me, it was light level, what, three for the rewards I got? The gear was didn't even look that cool, and when you completed every single thing in the book, you didn't get anything else special. I think the, yeah, you get... I think the light level had to be low. I, I understand why you're saying it, but I think... If the light level was high, then the, the, the term pay to win gets thrown out a lot. So I think the light level had to be low. I completely understand why people are annoyed that it is low, but I mean, I don't think they could have done it any other way. I mean, 280 probably would have been better than, than 3. I, <laughs> but I don't mind that it was low as much as it was $10 for something that every other game has for free. Yeah, in in terms of actual value from the book, it was, uh, yeah. Um, but the one thing you can't say was that you, if you bought it, you got an an, an advantage over everybody. Um, even buying the the sparrows from Tess didn't give you an advantage because you could get a comparable sparrow from getting from buying the the drives from Zer, and a, and a, and a rare uh, sparrow from either Crucible or the Vanguard Quartermaster. You have basically the same exact sparrow in terms of performance. I mean, the as um, the ones the Raven Steel is it was pretty good for stats wise. That was was almost it was the same speed as the sparrow racing ones and had the uh, the boosts as well that right. doing the year one activities. The one right, you got yeah. for completing your license was also the same stats. Yeah, the completing uh, the first uh, what is it 
Class A license, the level one, would get you a, a, a Sparrow. So you're getting Sparrows from doing Sparrow Racing. And then you could get special fancy versions of your Sparrows uh, from doing um, from buying it. But it doesn't affect your performance. So in terms of, of, of pay to win, there's no pay to win. And I know people were confused about that because they were saying, why is that Sparrow going so much faster? It's like, well, they're just hitting the corners perfectly. They're going through the gates and you're over here Yankee doodling in, in last place. <laughs> I do like the fact you could get them from nightfall drops as well. I was like, that was something I was happy with. I mean, I got a, a Sparrow kill off my first nightfall as soon as Sparrow racing hit. And I got one, I got the arc so I was I was happy with that, you know. So that's another avenue to get like here without paying for it. But mm-hmm. well, I'm not asking for pay to win from the book. Just to be clear, I'm asking for something special. So like, mm-hmm. if I spend this ten bucks, why not give me something cosmetic? Give me, say, I complete the entire book. Give me an exclusive emote, an exclusive shader, an exclusive sparrow. You do get that. the book. You you do get that from completing the whole book, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah, like you, you, you get you get the the SRL special uh, emblem uh, sparrow, the SRL special emblem and a special shader. No way. So yeah, you get the Where red did all white that stuff. Go. I didn't see any of that drop. I don't you don't, the red... you don't get the emote though, do you? You don't get an emote. I don't know if you get an emote or not. I don't think so. But you do get a. It's like it, it's the SRL colors: the white, the red, and the. Not really green, but you know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh no, no, I'm not talking about like each individual task though. I'm saying like once I complete all eight tasks or ten tasks, oh. whatever it was, then give me something else special because then it's it, it made me feel like honestly, what happened was I completed the whole book and I was like, yay. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have thrown like an emote or something in there. Yeah, like give me give give people who spent the time to actually do every single task you laid out for them something extra. Yep. Fast um, and Furious, a hundred gear stick gear box. <laughs> I swear yeah, they're always changing gears. <laughs> so, I, I, while I, I don't agree with the price for the book, there was uh, there was no uh, it didn't it didn't uh, by not owning the book, I didn't feel like I I I, I missed out on anything. No. How about the yeah. uh, price for a random sparrow? Five bucks. That is here. Here's the thing that annoys me about it. I'm glad that you. Let's say that you were to buy one. You're you're most you're very highly likely. I'm not gonna say 100 percent because uh, there's always never 100 percent in terms of Bungie. But you're very highly likely not to get that sparrow again. You're 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 more likely to get stuff that you don't have. And I know people that that, that have bought pretty much every single sparrow, and they. I was like, wow. You're you're a bold man, <laughs> but the problem I had with that is that you can't choose your sparrow. That that's that's yeah. that, that's un that's unforgivable. Yeah, that you should be able to yeah. you should be able to choose what sparrow you want. There are people that only wanted void, <clears throat> and then they had to spend fifteen bucks because they first got solar, then they got arc, and 100%. then they got. Their... You don't go into a shop and you want to buy you want to buy a two liter bottle of Pepsi. Oh no, that's not how the luck went for you. You've got a two-liter bottle of lemonade. It doesn't happen. It's, like, it's, it's, to, it's almost like to me that they were scared that they wouldn't make money off it. or Activ- Whoever was in charge of this, Activision, Bungie, I don't know who, but it was almost like they were scared that if they gave you the choice that you know, they wouldn't make money. So they're like, oh, we'll do it random so that they have to keep buying them. I think they would have made more money if you could choose. Yep. Me too, because then, then everybody – who was like, man, I really want this sparrow, but I don't want to chance it. I'm not going to spend five dollars. Would have been like, yeah, I'll I'll drop five dollars here and get this awesome looking solar sparrow, awesome looking void sparrow. Yeah, hundred percent. They they yeah. they they missed the ball on that one definitely. They would have made a lot more money. But yeah. You know. So in terms of SRL, we love the event. We love the rewards. The ten dollar book was not. So much. not <laughs> I mean, I I didn't feel robbed by it, but I don't. I feel that people that purchase it didn't get didn't get their money's worth. Let's just put it like that, and that's what annoyed me about it. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the current event going on right now. Iron Banner, um, starting to show some year one level lag, and mm. unfortunately, 
we got spoiled with SRL because the rewards, well, that's they're not. Yeah, I mean, one of the one of the best things that SRL had when, like I mentioned, you get to level three, which wasn't an easy thing to do. You actually had to, you know, complete all your bounties and 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 whatnot get to that level but once you get to level three you're getting those 310 plus light level stuff iron banner is a um for better or for worse it's a post game activity it's 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 on it should be on 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 par with raid and trials of osiris in terms of reward once you get to a certain level while it's not super difficult to get to level five, it is time consuming. And not everybody's gonna get all three of their characters to level five. So when, yes, you, you, if you do get the level five package, you do have a chance for a 310 plus light level item. Problem is you only get one. And it's not guaranteed to be a piece of armor, nor is it guaranteed to be a piece of weapon. It's guaranteed to be, to be one of those two and whatever it is you live with it now, and unfortunately i've seen too many people get one of the two things it's either a 310 armor piece or a 315 weapon very rarely do you get 320 drops i got um, from the package i got a yeah, 310 yeah, the package the package just doesn't give you anything special and there's very little incentive to play Iron Banner once you get all three characters. I mean, I'm being all special and uppity here, but I've gotten all three of my characters to level five at Iron Banner. I got the I got the packages, and there's very little incentive for me to continue to play Iron Banner. It would be cool if once you got to level five, the SRL thing starts kicking in where you have a chance of getting a 310 light level and above item. And the only item that you have a chance of getting that is your ghost, which is fine, but it's a very small chance. There, there I swear there's been people um, reporting they've get, been getting 320 helmets and stuff as well. Yeah, I thought, from I the, thought after from the package, five, you could drop up to 320. From the package or from actual from end reward of game drops? After yeah, from end of game rewards. I haven't seen any anybody drop with that. I haven't heard reports of that either. Okay, last cool. Iron Banner, I know I got some that were over 310 after I was like, I know it. Was it's it the ghost? Uh, it was a ghost, and then I think I got like a pair of legs. I think. Unless I'm just crazy. I think there you're is, crazy. There is definitely a problem with the rank 3 package, by the way. If, when you reach rank 3, and you don't think the package has given you what you think it should have given you, or you haven't got rewards from it sign out your account go back in and the rewards which should be in your postmaster because a lot of people I, are reporting that as being an issue i just yeah, have but... problems with the whole rewards with pvp in general lately because for me and i know i've uh this may be asking too much i feel like rank 5 iron banner should be an automatic 320 i also feel every time you reach the lighthouse in trials of osiris automatic 320 yeah I agree. Mm -hmm. Because you've got these challenge modes in PvE, which, being honest, they're not hard. They're not um, challenge modes. It's harder. It is a billion times harder to get to the lighthouse, and it's more time-consuming to get to rank 5 Iron Banner, but those are getting you way worse rewards. Yeah, I don't think in any sense of anyone's mind, getting to a lighthouse and getting an adept version of a gun at 311 or something, it's, that's just a kick in the balls. It needs to be 320. Mm -hmm. Well, the, um, the gun I'm using right now is a 310 adept because I like the gun, but dropped it 310, so thanks. <laughs> Yay, RNG. Yeah, Iron Banner. It, Bungie, I would really heavily consider taking a look at the, the reward drop system that you had for SRL and implementing it into Iron Banner because... I, while I am getting helmets, it's 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 of no use to me when they're two eighty to two seventy. It's like why or I'm sorry, not two seventy, two eighty and above. It was two eighty five, and I'm like I'm looking at this helmet. It has some cool perks, but I don't have any other helmets to infuse into it because I'm not getting anything above three hundred. And when I'm level five, I'm not getting anything above 
310. I'm, I'm, this is just completely useless. I mean, I understand where Bungie sits on this currently, and I understand that they don't want the gear to be given out too easily, or they don't want people to, you know, hit 320 and then, like, yeah, I'm done. But they, they're really, they're going to be suffering from the problem that people are going to get so annoyed that the avenues for a 320 is so unrealistic sometimes that they'll just stop playing. And well, you can't. They've already had that. It's like holding the carrot there, but never actually, you never, you're never giving the horse a nibble on that carrot. It's forever there. People get bored. People will get bored and they'll move on and they need to kind of balance that. Mm -hmm. So we already knew that we were going to have a, a news lull until what? The, the 22nd, I believe. Something like that. Something like uh, that. It was the 21st. That's the next uh, weekly update. So we have about three weeks before we get a weekly update from Bungie. Better we be already a good knew that we're, update. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going into this knowing that we're, we're in pretty much an autopilot until then. Yep. The only thing I can really suggest for people if you are aiming for the 320 is just keep doing those raid challenges and just keep praying that you don't get seven pairs of boots like me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> honest to God, 320 boots, three characters. Um, well, 320 boots uh, for the first time the challenge mode came around for Golgoroth. Three 320 boots the second time it came around. And as luck would have it on PlayStation, yet again, <laughs> boots. <laughs> I, I just my beef with the whole thing is just Bungie already knows that people are frustrated that they're that they're looking for more content I mean it's not a quote unquote MMO but people in WoW go through this and they, they, they're right now they're in the lull uh, people who play Final Fantasy what is it 14 yeah or they're experiencing the the content drought. I mean, I mean, as much Ma as Bungie say it's not an MMO, it suffers all the symptoms of a, of an MMO. So right, it's you know, it's it basically is. So as as far as I'm concerned, I will refer to it as an MMO, even though I know it's not, and I know that's going to cause some uproar with some people. But that is how I will look at it, and that is how I will treat it. See, my, my my biggest problem with with the game as it currently is is that we have all these events that are random and they're cool and they're 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 fun and exciting, but they don't reward. Um, you have Festival of the Lost, which was a fun little event. There were many people who were like, "Oh, this is new. Let let, let me see what's going on," and I'm getting nothing. Okay, I'm getting masks. Why am I doing this? And then they leave the game. Well, let me ask then, you this: Did did either of you actually do any of the quests? For I did a couple. I I did what I could. Yes, I did. I did half of them, and I refused to drop silver on it because it's not something I wanted to invest money in. Just not not. I can understand why people wanted to, but I mean, I just went. I filled the candy bag up about maybe eight or nine times. Kept getting the same helmet. I was like, yeah, well, mask, sorry, should I say? And uh, yeah, I just kind of gave up with it. What I want to know, though, is, Bungie, where's the snow? Where's the Christmas hat on, on Oryx? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Just something like that is funny. It's hilarious, and it needs to be done. That's what SRL up. was. SRL was our holiday event. I want snow, mm -hmm. but done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, 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 the concept behind these events are cool, but it always feels like Bungie has them half-baked. Um, Festival Lost, very cool concept. It's like all out of nowhere. Here's an event. Have fun with it. Like, try something new. But there should be something tied into, like, completing these qu and make it so that you can actually do all of them. If you're gonna if you're gonna throw like 700 quests, make it so that you can actually do them. Because the most annoying thing is not being able to do a quest because you don't have the correct mask and then the only way to get that mask is to complete a quest hopefully you get the pieces that you need or whatever it is scraps of paper or i forget what it was again it's all and about candy paper glue candy all that stuff paper 
just to have a chance of getting it. And then the end reward was there was nothing. It was like, oh, congratulations! Like, there's your box of raisins. Get going. Like it, like it would have been cool. Let's say you complete one of the quests, you get twenty strange coins. You know, people are starving for strange coins. I keep, I keep mentioning this. In the raid, if you want people to actually go to those chests, put five strange coins per chest mm, open. Definitely. I guarantee you people would start going to those chests a lot more. Even yeah. three, Jesus, I'd still open no. for three coins. I mean, I see some people post, like, ludicrous pictures of the amount of coins they've amassed. I'm like, how? How have you got that many? I mean, I'm, I'm a day one player. I'd like to put that out on the board and I play the game, you know, a, a, a good amount. <laughs> Running on two different consoles, I'd say a bit too much. But um, I personally have, you know, no coins to spare. I, I've probably got about 30 as we speak. I run out of strange coins every week because I buy three of coins because I need exotic shards to infuse up my low level exotics. Oh, dude, yes. That's what I had, like min maxing your exotic gear, getting your all your you know your favorite exotics up to that light level, and you know an exotic well, shard for every infusion it's just a bit much. I mean, I, well, especially I had loads before taking King came in, and now I actually I ran out. I ran out last week. I was like, what the hell? You know, I never yeah. thought I'd be in that situation, but I actually ran out. Well, they don't even sell them anymore, and now it takes one to infuse, and they keep giving us, like, from quests, even when you're three, I'm 319 on all my characters, but even when I complete a quest, I get a 280 exotic because it came from a quest. Yeah. Why can't it at least be 310? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. uh, They should have made it tied to your light level like they do with drops, and unfortunately they don't. And and that's just an annoying, but I digress. Um, it, it Bungie had so much potential with these with these events. SRL was probably their best event. Definitely. Um, in terms of in terms of rewards, the problem was that they botched the the uh, what is it the the optional side the the stuff that you buy mm, with yeah. actual in game in, in with actual cash they've also spoiled us because of it though because like honestly if they did the same thing to iron banner that they did with SRL where they're like okay this week iron banner is helmets class items uh was auto rifle and shotgun is that what it is or it's helmets and something else helmets and- it, it, there's there's two versions of helmets for PlayStation there's the shotgun there's the auto rifle and i think that's I'm probably missing something. Well, but. say whatever you can buy, well, that can drop up to 320 this week. Well, now Iron Banner is worth playing for the rewards. And it's not going to make it so it's super easy to get rewards because you're still going to have to come back every time to get different 320s and different or chances at 320s in different slots. It's still not a guaranteed 320. But now it's making it so the rewards you're getting for playing Iron Banner actually help us. Mm-hmm. And that should be so. based on current light levels as well. Yeah, yeah, and 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 even then, like, just I've already spoken on this. I'm tired of Iron Banner being basically a special version of Control. It's it's it. it I mean, it's not really special. It's, it is Control. It's basically Control. There's there's nothing special about it. Um, the the whole light level matters. Pff, my ass. I'm I'm. I've seen people getting getting destroyed by 285. I got destroyed by a two by somebody with a shotgun at level 287, and I'm like, oh god. I swear I've down. I've gotten killed I, by your one weapons. I swear down, a hundred percent. I couldn't find the the information when it was brought up in a forum post not so long ago, where there was a three a 300 light cap on um, Iron Banner, and I can't, I swear I saw it somewhere that I, I swear that is in play, because I don't feel any stronger than if I'm running even a 290, set a 295 character, when I'm running a 319, I feel it's no different, because I don't, they think, changed, I don't believe there is a difference. They changed the curve, and if you look at the curve they posted before the first Iron Banner, like, it's exponential drop off starts at like 270 or something like that so you're having barely any difference between this like 270 280 to 290 to 300 and even less from 300 to 320 so the drop off isn't enough and that's causing problems because you'll get people who 
say, like, if I throw a thorn on my character, which people aren't doing in Iron Banner right now, it would take me from 319 to, like, 300. Yes. So now you still have a 300 person using a year one weapon, killing you in three shots. I agree. Yeah. Uh, just to clarify as well, um, Iron Banner this time round, rank three is your boots, rank four is helmets, auto rifles, rank five is a shotgun. And available as post game drops, rank two is helmets, rank three is class items, auto rifles, and rank four is the shop. So, why can those not in game rewards not drop at 320? I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's the biggest problem I have. Yeah. And, 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 and like, I'm, like I said, we got spoiled on SRL. But honestly, it makes sense. It gives you a reason to reach that maximum level. For There's... me, it's not even all about reaching the maximum level. It's, I want multiple ways to get this high 317, 318, 319 gear so that I can have multiple pieces of armor at those levels, yep. not just one. One of my biggest yeah. problem, uh, problems with Taken King is I, I had exotics that I loved using. That I, you know, I really enjoyed using that. If I came into one situation, oh, you know, that's, that, that situation is going to be good for my Quest of Alpha Lupi or that situation is going to be good for a Celestial Nighthawk. You can't play with all these exotics that you have in your arsenal because you don't have the gear to infuse it, and then that that gives your light level. It, it really annoys me how they're saying, you know, you could, you know, they want destiny to be diverse. They want you to put, choose what you want. You know, you choose whatever exotic you want. Yeah, but then you have to just stick with it to the bare end, <laughs> and, unless oh, you're yeah. hoping for the high level drops to infuse other stuff up to. This is the yeah. least diverse Destiny has ever been for me. Exactly. Year one, I had probably like eight different armor loadouts for each character. I would have uh, pulse rifle reload, hand cannon reload, auto rifle reload, sniper rifle reload, sniper rifle ammo, shotgun ammo. I would have the same exotic with different reload types or different ammo types. And I would use those same exotics because I could have them all at the max power level. Now... Because they're different and your level changes from it, it's it's stupid and it makes it so I can't have all these loadouts because I'm not getting enough stuff dropping at these high levels to bring everything I want up. Yeah. They say they want you to be able to wear whatever and look however, but I still have all these – I think it's the Neuragast is the Hunter like sublime stuff for PlayStation exclusive, which I think looks awesome. But I don't get enough stuff at high level that I would actually want to bring that stuff up when I could just – use the trial stuff or the raid stuff that has the same reload thing but i don't have to waste three sets of that to infuse the thing that dropped at 280 up to the same level see this is my biggest problem you look you take 300 guardians say a slice 300 guardians i say of the same class so 300 titans for example what ghosts are they uh, using 95 percent of those people are going to have a raid ghost or an iron banner ghost straight up that's it. That's your diversity there. What gauntlets have they got on if it's not an exotic, for example? Raid gauntlets. That's it. I, I mean, I, I, you have a couple of people that will have Maul's Maulers, but they've got, you know, infused up and stuff like that. They, they may have got them as a lower drop, but there is no diversity. Everyone looks the same. Like cloaks and stuff. Cloaks, marks, bombs, they should be cosmetic. Take them out of the, the light equation, definitely. I mean, Which I should... I, I shouldn't Finish have, up. yeah. I shouldn't have to feel like, you know, I got I got a cloak that I love, but even if it's a year one cloak, who cares? It's a cloak. This should not be contributing to my light level. This should be part of my loadout to diversify myself from everyone else in the tower. But as as it stands, you know, you look at the tower, you take a slice of that tower, ninety percent wearing four aid gear. That's it. Well, that's part of the problem with that, in my opinion, is how they've done infusion. And I think we've, uh, I think Jorge's talked about it on his show before, but it's infusion should bring it up to whatever that light level is. It shouldn't take it up to, like, if I'm infusing a 270 with a 319, I want it to go to 319. I don't want it to stop at 302 because then I need another piece of 319, which is extremely hard to come by to get it the rest of the way up there. Yep, I agree. I mean, they should have kind of taken a page out of Diablo's book in that in that degree way. You know, if you have something that's, um, you know, a, a really high attack or defense, when you put that in, it keeps the exact same stats, but it just keeps the look of the previous item. So it keeps the transmog. 
Yeah, the trans. Yeah, so it keeps the cosmetic look of the item, but then brings the item, brings the power up. But I mean, they could still do that. So there you have your um, your trials gauntlets, and you put your three twenty raid gauntlets into it. It just makes the trials gauntlets three twenty, and the raid gauntlets obviously disappear. That's I completely agree. They shouldn't. You shouldn't be able to throw a three twenty item into like a two seventy, like you say, and then be stuck with a three hundred two piece of gear. That is not not fair. At all, in any sense yeah. of the of means. In in terms of gear look, I think uh, the best time was. I mean, there, there were a lot of things wrong with with this DLC. The dark but uh, no, House the, the House of Wolves. House of Wolves. You had infinite options in terms of how your gear looked. Everybody looked completely different. Yeah, that was one of the best awesome. things. And and while you have that quote unquote chance to do it here. You're limited by the infusion system. And because of that, you see everybody running around with raid gear, as David mentioned. And I don't know, it's, it's just, it's sad because you go from a system where everybody looked completely different. Everybody had these different shaders. They had these different looks. You could have the horny a airplane helmet <laughs> from, from for the Titan. You, you guys oh, know what I'm talking about? The, 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 exactly. The, <laughs> Mixed with uh, Vex gear or whatever, and look all completely weird. Yeah, man. I mean, I love that... rocking my Volta glass, you know, so, still being at max level. So, like, because you don't have that anymore, it's kind of weird. Where you're just like, everybody looks exactly the same, and yet we're supposed to be more diverse and 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 anything. And it just feels like I don't know, year one, where everybody was rolling around with dark below items because they didn't want to be. 300 light they want to be 331 it made sense for iron banners like why am i going to be doing or rolling in with three uh 300 light gear when i know that i'm going to get destroyed if i do that it's going to take a star wars reference everyone looks like a storm tree for this dlc when they should look already <laughs> bungie right now at this time has just messed up loot hardcore because they have they, a few things that they said they were trying to do when all this DLC was coming out never happened. They said we want we're using infusion so that you can use whatever you want and everybody can be more div div diverse. Well, now the way they did infusion, nobody wants to use infusion because we don't want to waste our light going lower on something when we could just keep it higher and and not waste the light. And the and time then, investment as well. Yeah, the time to find all this loot that's diverse, like. To find the 319s and 320s is so hard that you can't bring up the low-level stuff. And that's the other thing they messed up is they were like, oh, we don't want Forever 29 again, so we're going to make, make this new system with light. <laughs> well, okay, now we're Forever 319 because it is impossible to get from 319 to 320 without pure luck. I did Oryx Challenge Mode. All I needed was a 320 helmet. And then I would have had a – well, I, I wouldn't have been 320. I still would have been 319 because I have 319 gloves. but. I didn't even get one 320 helmet from Oryx Challenge. I didn't get a 320 helmet from Sparrow Racing League. So I am forever 319 because the game's double RNG or triple RNG, whatever its RNG is at now, is making it so hard to level up. Yeah. The problem that is though, that there is a definitely a barrier. I would probably say from 317 to 320. I think mean, that's where people struggle most to increase their light level. I recently just started, picked up my PlayStation again because I did do a photo friend on my PlayStation account. I got my characters up to like 315, 316 lights so easily. It's like stupidly easily. I mean, obviously challenge mode has helped that a lot. And now I've hit a wall completely. I cannot get them up. I'm just waiting for the drops. They are not happening. And it's, it's completely backwards. I don't see why... You know, two. I was 170 light going in, and I was 314 in less than a week. And it's just stupid. There just backwards. isn't enough avenues to get the things we need to level up. Yep. So, I think that's a good stopping point right now for for the episode. We we hit on the big things that are bugging us, which is the rewards, um, and the different events, and hopefully. In a couple weeks' time, we'll have a lot more stuff to talk about because, unfortunately, Bungie isn't giving us much. So, with that, that was episode 15 of In Orbit. We thank you for listening. 
We're available on a ton of platforms, so make sure that you guys are spreading the word. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Overcast for iOS, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, and Pocket Cast. Let's also talk about our sister po- uh, podcast. We have Double Tap, which is our fighting game uh, podcast, which is the first week of every month. Obviously, we have In Orbit, which is the second week of every month. Every- alternating with us will be Wow Talk, which is every other week. Uh, we also have MASHCAST, which uh, is every Monday. Uh, the Twitter site for uh, MASH Show's buttons is MTB site. You can hit me at GoToNRG. That's on Twitter. Our Facebook is Facebook.com slash MASH Show's buttons. We also have a YouTube, YouTube.com slash MASH Show's buttons. David, where can people reach you at? Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at, at DSchnoes. That's D-S-C-H-N-O-E-S. Or you can follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DSBolt. I stream basically every day. You can chat with me in the uh, little chat section over there. What about you, Jamie? Hey, I'm available on PlayStation as Pesh666. That's P-E-C-H-E. And on Xbox, Shadow Inferno. That's S-H-4-D-0-W-I-N-F-E-R-N-0. Also, I've been um, kind of putting the Xbox side of things together for the Technodrome for Horea. So if you want to join, then feel free to join up, join the group. Um, Horea's been doing a really big push for these clans, and uh, you know, there's some great talk on there, and a good place to easily find a group to do any activity that you may be looking to do. Yeah, a little side note before we head off. Uh, I know that there's a lot of new players, players who feel that, you know, that they don't have anybody to play with. Also, uh, players who, who their friends have just gone away and moved on to other games while they stay on Destiny and they're kind of by themselves. You ever need anybody on PlayStation 4? You can reach us on Facebook.com, the Technodrome PS uh, PS4. Uh, for Xbox, we got the Technodrome XB1. So if you're looking for players to play, you want to join a group that's pretty uh, casual. We do a lot of stuff from PvP, Trials of Osiris, Iron Banner, Raids. You name it, we do it. You have two options right there. You're more than welcome to join anytime you'd like. Of any skill level as well. We'll take anyone. Exactly. So with that, that was Jamie. We had David. I'm Jorge. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Bye.